mandatory vaccines. Mandatory for many workers, except, well, if you work in healthcare in this province. Ontario joining Quebec saying it is not moving forward with a mandatory vaccine for hospital workers. This despite the fact that thousands have lost their jobs in other industries for refusing the vaccine. And in many of those industries, they're not looking after the sick and the vulnerable. Joining us now for more on this is Dr. Alika Lafontaine, president-elect of the Canadian Medical Association. The doctor joins us first here this afternoon on Global News Radio. Dr. Lafontaine, nice to have you back in the program with us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right. What is the reaction of the Canadian Medical Association to this decision, not only in Quebec, but here in Ontario as well? There will not be mandatory vaccines for hospital workers. You know, our, our response is very similar to healthcare workers in Ontario. We're extremely disappointed. You know, the only thing that's worse, I think, than courageous leadership is courageous leadership that shifts into the opposite. And I, I think that that's really where we're at right now with with this issue. And I'm, I'm really hoping that the Ontario government reconsiders its position. In B.C., some 3,000 workers terminated in the healthcare system there because of the mandate. Do we know, doctor, what the impact would be in this province, in Ontario? Would it be similar, do you think? So I, I think what needs to be clear to listeners is the vast majority of healthcare workers across the country are double vaccinated or will be double vaccinated by those deadline dates. So more than 90 percent in nearly every jurisdiction across across Canada. We actually don't know where these minority of healthcare workers actually work within the system. And I think because we don't know where they work, it's tough to tell whether or not they really would have the impact that you know has been communicated by the premier when it comes to you know, them possibly walking off the job. You know, healthcare has always been very, very well regulated, you know, from everywhere, from how I dress to where I eat, what I can touch, where I can stand when I come work in the operating room as an anesthesiologist. And so vaccinations being mandated are not a new thing for healthcare workers. All that's happening is it's simply being expanded. And the concern, of course, is that a mandate poses a threat to the delivery of services, critical services in particular, uh, is the Canadian Medical Association, are you concerned about that at all here in the province or in Quebec as well, where a similar non-mandate, if you will, has been enacted? There's two parallel crises that are going on. The, the first is related to the pandemic. The other is a health human resource crisis that has really just continued to get worse as as the pandemic has progressed. You know, we, we know that a big part of the health human re- resource crisis is related to burnout. And Before the pandemic, we did a survey of our members and found that 30% of physicians were describing burnout. Ontario Medical Association did their own survey over the summer, found more than 75% of their physicians were describing, you know, what what would be burnout. The lack of predictability you know, consistency, and once again, that courageous leadership is is a big contributor to this burnout. And so whether there's mandatory vaccinations or not, this health human resource crisis will continue. And from our point of view, and I think the point of view of a lot of healthcare workers, this is actually going to make it worse. So again, do you believe or do you think that the Ontario healthcare system, is it under threat from a vaccine mandate? Do you think services would go unfulfilled? I, I think there's a bigger risk from COVID. As a leader, it's tough to be in a position where you have to prioritize different priorities, right? And so maintaining services versus patient safety versus other things. And I think the best that we can do in the midst of the scarcity that we have right now for resources is to focus on what matters most. And the safety of vulnerable patients is should obviously be our number one concern, followed closely after by the safety of our colleagues. We know that vaccination prevents 
you know, transmissibility of this virus. We know that if people do get sick, they get less sick than they would be otherwise. Our hospitals are not being overrun by complications from the unvaccinated. They're being overrun by the vaccinated. And I really do fear that if we don't take a firm stand with mandatory vaccinations, uh, we're not going to be able to to move forward through these subsequent waves and, and eventually get to the point where we can start to live with this pandemic in a different way. Okay, you alluded to this just a second ago, but is it the belief of the Canadian Medical Association that patients in hospital or those that might be going to hospital in the near future are at greater risk because there is not a vaccination mandate for healthcare workers in the province? We believe that where places do not have vaccinated workers, they provide a higher risk for patients when they provide care. You know, and before the vaccine, this was something that we just had to live with. I remember in wave one, I actually slept in the garage after work for the first few weeks because there was this unknown virus. I didn't actually know the impact that was going to have on my kids uh, or the rest of my family. And so, you know, we, we are very cognizant and this is front of mind. We now have something that works. It's safe. We know that it does decrease both the intensity of the symptoms if you catch COVID as well as the transmissibility you know, adopting it in a mandatory way for persons who provide care to vulnerable patients and just to be safe around our colleagues. I mean, that that is the right courageous choice, I think, for leadership. And I'm really hoping that, that the Premier's office rethinks this. Vaccine hesitancy, as you well know, Dr. LaFontaine, has been a major issue. Are you concerned the message this sends, the fact that uh, there is a belief out there amongst uh, the Ontario and Quebec governments that there's enough healthcare professionals that do not believe in the vaccine, that they cannot impose a mandate because they're worried about the delivery of services? Are you concerned about the message that sends? I, I think, once again, this is a very vocal minority, and we're not sure where this vocal minority uh, kind of places within the healthcare system, but we do know that it's quite small. And they've really been driving the conversation. I think one of the things that we struggled with in this pandemic is, you know, just clear communication, helping people to differentiate between misinformation and information that they could trust. And anytime that you get leadership changing their position, it obviously has people sit back and wonder, you know, is this something that I could trust? Is this something that was important? And the best endorsement for this vaccine is having your provider tell you that, you know, they've been vaccinated themselves. You know, I'm going to go for my booster shot when it becomes available later on this month in Alberta. I'm going to have my three children get vaccinated um, when it opens up for 5 to 11. You know, that type of endorsement goes a long way. And that's one of the big reasons why we support mandatory vaccinations of healthcare workers. Having said that, is there anything the Canadian Medical Association can do about this decision? Can you mandate uh, vaccinations being vaccinated for your members, uh, for those that belong to the association? You know, I I think that having the burden of leadership stay on the shoulders of those who should make these decisions is really important. You know, one of the, the difficulties with having kind of a piecemeal approach like Ontario seems to be taking where the province won't mandate, but it'll be up to each of the hospitals is that you, you end up having uh, different hospitals take different approaches. And I, like we know from mask mandates, when there's a provincial mandate, adoption is very high. Once that provincial mandate disappears, you know, compliance starts to drift as well. Uh, I think this just needs to go back that we really need our political leaders to take a stand and, and draw a line when it comes to ensuring that safety is the number one priority for patients and providers in the healthcare system right now. 
All right, just finally, where does this go from here then, the Canadian Medical Association? Will you be doing some of that lobbying, being ta- talked to, sorry, the Health Minister of Ontario, Christine Elliott, maybe the Federal Health Minister as well about this, about what's going on, not only in this province, but in, again in Quebec? Yeah, the Canadian Medical Association will continue to lobby at a national level, will continue to support the Ontario Medical Association interacting directly with government. And I really hope, and I think the CMA hopes as well, that as we move forward, people reconsider these decisions and and make the best decision for safe patient care. All right. Dr. LaFontaine, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us on this Thursday. Thanks for having me. You bet. Dr. Alika LaFontaine, President-elect of the Canadian Medical Association. And we're back after this break here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.